Hello and welcome to another A24 Vibe discussion where we have more general film discussions about movies that aren't A24. Today's A24 Vibe discussion will be another Mount Rushmore draft, and this time we will be drafting our favorite animated films of all time. My name is Eric Hiska, and today I'm drinking an Oberon Eclipse cit- Citrus Wheat. We also have a very special guest on this podcast, an old friend for Kevin and I, none other than Terrence Thomas, also known as T or Tance, or by his TikTok username, El Capitance. Tance, what are you drinking? What's up? <laughs> I am drinking a whole lot of nothing because I came unprepared. No. Kevin, what are you oh, drinking? Good evening, world. It's Kevin K. Con Conacek, and tonight uh, I'm drinking whiskey. That's not a surprise to anybody. Uh, tonight's a Johnny Drum uh, private stock and some apple cider. It's uh, it's Cole Willie Whitlaw Gibson, your resident Alaskan. Uh, I am still in sicko mode, so and I actually forgot we were recording, so I drank some NyQuil prior, and now I'm finishing, you know, following it up with a monster rehab to really keep this party going. So we'll see how it rolls. <laughs> All right. So Add juice, Oberon, whiskey, and NyQuil. A24 Vibe Discussion! So before we get started, uh, Tance, you run a TikTok that uh, does anime. You like review and talk about anime films, right? Or, and yeah, uh, TV so- shows, yeah. So, so what I do, so I, I, I'm a gigantic nerd, if you can't tell by all the Funko Pops <laughs> and all the things going on in the background, but uh, I talk a lot about anime in general. So, like, it could be about anime shows, it could be anime movies, things that are happening in the anime community, because a lot of, a lot of anime fans are very rage-induced people, <laughs> so lots, lots of things to talk, there's always something to talk about right now, and lots of debates, lots of conversations in that, that general area, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I've been to a few uh, Yuma cons. That's the big con in uh, Detroit, and uh, that's fun. So, who is your all-time anime waifu? Ooh, uh, <laughs> oh, just asking the the, the the softball questions right off the bat. Oh, I hope not either. Yes, that's my my lo- my lovely wife right now. Uh, yeah. Oh. yeah. That's your answer. I, I, <laughs> right? Megan, yes, Megan is my answer. No, I don't yeah. know. That's yeah. a very good question. I don't. Th- I don't have anybody back there. I don't. I'm not your typical anime fan that like obsesses over like one. You yeah, know, you don't have like a body pillow or something. <laughs> no, I don't. I see. It never did. Never did. You know, not in the fraternity house, right? You never, no, never yeah. showed one up. Yeah. No. <sighs> I'm. Gonna, you know what? I'm going to answer that question, but I'm going to get back to you. I, okay, I'm gonna, no problem. I, I'm a, no. I'm a big uh, Cowboy Bebop fan, so mine was always Faye Valentine. So mm. I, that's a, I always that's a like fantastic yeah. answer. That's a fantastic <laughs> answer. Cole, I know you have one, right? Um, I mean, like, if you go back to, like, my grade school days, I've always been a big Velma fan, but that's, again, not really, like, the stereotypical <laughs> anime, but uh, especially when they came out with live action, and then Velma, they turned her hot. You know, school school age Cole was all about that. Um, for, like, the new age or, like, actual anime... I mean, like, you know, I'm a big Naruto or Naruto fan, so Hinata has always been always been a, a fun one, a good classic. Yeah, yeah I was, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Velma fan as well, but, like, yeah. the anime people will tell you, it's not anime! It's just like, bro, it's just <laughs> like, relax, okay? Calm down, yep. like, just calm down. Kevin, do you want to throw one in there, or are you just going to stay out of the convo, or you got I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, Jessica Rabbit. Uh, I guess okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Roger Rabbit. Not to be confused with Lola yep. Bunny, of course, because that is also a thirst trap for a lot of weird 
folks out on the internet. I really think. Oh, yeah. I think are, are, are you trying to tell us that you're a furry? No, no, absolutely. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. Let's go back to Jessica Rabbit here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm like 90% and, sure that Lola Bunny is like the reason why we have furries nowadays because like Space Jam came <laughs> yeah, out. I think we so. were all like very like so. devent like in our like developmental stages. And I don't really ever recall hearing a lot about furries, but man, as soon as we all turned 20 and stuff, they were everywhere. And I tell you what, I was a part of that generation. I saw what was going on, so I'm not a furry. Well, you had Lola Bunny, then you had Pokemon, and you had <laughs> yeah. everybody dressing up as Pokemon, too. Oh, so. yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. One right after the other. Misty, yeah. way to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, got, I got a big thing for Misty. I don't know if it's her, but that's she's up there. Yeah, I would say Misty counts. Yeah, pretty, pretty high up on the list. All right, well, today we are drafting both anime films plus animated films. So this is anything in the animated universe. So Pixar, uh, Disney, and any Japanese anime. So if uh, you don't know how this works, uh, Mount Rushmore draft is like a fantasy football snake draft. We are all about to pick random numbers, and then I will generate a random number with a random number generator, and whoever is closest to that number gets to draft the first film. There are four rounds in this, or four faces to our Mount Rushmore. So in the end, we will all end up with four films, but the one caveat, when one person picks a film, no one else can pick that film. After we draft, we will also give a brief explanation of why we love this film and why we picked it at this point in the draft. So uh, a few days after this episode is posted, we will share the films or faces on each of our Mount Rushmores, and you, dear listener, will be able to vote on who had the best Mount Rushmore on our social media or in the comments of our episodes, wherever you want to say. Let's get started, shall we? Tance, uh, how about you pick the first number, 1 through 100? 21. 21. All right, Kevin. All right, got this 100-sided die once again. Let's see if it's going to do me any better than the last time. Ooh, 17, the day I was born. That works. 17, all right. Nice, nice. Cole? I'm going to go, uh, let's go. Sorry, uh, I was so close to you, Terrence. That was, you 42, know. meaning of life. Live it up. 42. All right, no one's going with the high numbers, so I'm just going to pick 69, of course. All right. Hell yeah. Rock on. I, uh, I have failed myself. <laughs> I'm hey. put myself last. <laughs> I like how KCON uh, definitely prices right at me, though. Yeah, I'm going to go 17. <laughs> was, I rolled the dice. It's yeah. the dice's fault. Yeah, we didn't see it, you know. But All right. I have a pretty low chance of being right, so. And I'm uh, generating this number on random.org. And uh, here we go. Generate. 16. Ah! Kevin oh, goes you bastard! <laughs> You're going to be really mad at me when I take the movie, too. I so this will be Kevin, Tance, uh, Cole, than me. Thank uh, Jesus. Snake draft rules, so I will get two picks at the end here. Okay. I'm pretty excited. (laughs) Uh, I'm excited excited to see what Kevin throws out as the number one pick of all anime. I know, that's pressure. (laughs) That's pressure. We're going to judge It hurts me a whole lot. Finding Nemo, right? Since we're here, yeah, Finding Nemo is the answer. No. Okay, so this movie is actually a film that came out in the last 10 years, which makes it, um, I guess, interesting compared to the rest of these people on this I list. I think I already know what it is. When I saw this film, I immediately said, it's not just one of my favorite animated films of all times, it's probably one of my favorite films of all time. From the soundtrack to the action to mm-hmm. the cast to everything, the groundbreaking phenomenon that is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2018. Uh, um, that was my number one also. You, yeah, uh, and I knew that everyone else had that really high and really acclaimed that I had to take it one because it was going to be gone so quickly for all the reasons that I said and many, many more. It 
not just lives in um, animated history, but as far as just superhero movies in general, from the way that it tells a story that so many people are familiar with, but then recaptures it from so many different sides of it and adds just so much new nuance to an already existing story is just brilliant to me. It breaks records as far as um, budgets and money made. It's definitely one of the most uh, acclaimed. It won Best Animated Feature at the Academy Awards for Flip's sake. Like, I mean, I could go on and on and on and on. And if you haven't seen it already, go on and, and find it because it's it's just well worth your time. The cast uh, that goes into it, the soundtrack, and I just could rant. But I'm done. Go watch that movie. Miles Morales is the best Spider-Man, and he's fantastic. So there, there you go. Can I say, when I so I saw the my first time seeing any piece of that movie is at the back end of one of the Spider-Man movies. I think it's Far From Home. It's the end credit scene to that. And I saw it, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Nobody else is going to go watch this. I'm going to go watch it because Spider-Man is my favorite superhero, but nobody's mm-hmm. going to go watch it. And then it came out and people could not stop ranting and raving about it. I was so surprised about that. S- completely floored. Like, where did this come from? But like, hey, I'm yeah. happy. I'm happy for it. Yeah. The animation was just so beautiful so in that. I, I remember seeing it. I like nearly had like tears in my eyes, like watching the animation at certain points of that film. And it was so cool to like, we had all these Spider-Man films coming out centered on Peter Parker, and this one's like, all right, we're going to center on Miles Morales and do a completely different tale here, and I loved it. it was very yeah, cool. and they kept everything in canon, which was so brilliant, too. Like, all yeah. of those different stories, all the Spider-Mans came in from different you know places yep. in, in comic book history. Like, who would have thought Spider-Man Noir would have ever been anything other than one-off on, on a side John piece, you know? Peter Porker. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen, like, another comic book movie that embodied like a comic book as much as spider-man where it just feels like you're reading a comic book again just from the animation style Mm -hmm. and i will say i've never listened to a soundtrack for a movie more than i have for that movie i i've listened to that so many times so Um, good yeah. Cole, right. Cole, do you, do you have kids? Cole, no, way? no, I don't have kids. <laughs> just wait, just wait till you, yeah, just wait till you have one. You will listen yeah. to the soundtracks to the movie like your life depends on. Yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> you better hope it's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're a Spider-Man household. We're only listening. You're gonna, you're gonna listen to Post Malone, Post Malone, and that's it. <laughs> better than the Toy Story soundtrack where you just get a bunch of Randy Newman, right? So, yeah. hey, well, we'll right. get to that too. Hence, uh, you are pick number two. Well, I am surprised that Kevin went with Spider-Verse, but I'm glad he did because my pick mm-hmm. is from Disney, obviously. It's about a boy who just can't wait to be king. Lion King. Oh, number one yeah. pick. Well, not second. Number two pick for me, but number one pick for me. But no, I love Lion King. I think this is a classic. Maybe I think a lot of people's favorite Disney movie. Not quite mine. I'm saving mine. I think it'll still be there. But I think this was going to go off the board early. But no, again, beautiful soundtrack, beautiful story, great animation, great cast again, like KCON said, for Spider-Verse. Uh, I think all of us have played the Lion King traumatic Sega game, too, as well, right? Uh, and so the, a game, if you had to play right now, you would you would probably throw the Sega out the window right now. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, all the things that came with that movie too as well i think um what's his name uh mark uh his last name is weaver he sings i just can't wait to be king he is still making money royalties off of that i think it's jason weaver he's making money off of that song because it's still so popular it is a song me and my daughter who is only one and a half ish listens to now when she eats and does all her things and she likes the pop too so yeah it's a classic movie 
just you know you can always watch yeah. it it's always good Agreed. So much childhood nostalgia from that film. And uh, yeah, I think, well, we did top 10 90s film list and both Kevin and Kelly had it in there as one of their top 10. And uh, yeah, it's it's one of the best Disney films of all time. Totally agree yeah. there. One of my favorite yeah. memories of college, of course, is doing Airband to um, the Circle of Life, uh, Lion King. Oh, where yeah. He, where he dressed up uh, everybody as a bunch of animals. I was uh, Mustafa. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I was the lady lion, so it kind of worked out in some weird, weird way. Um, and the best part about it? Yeah. We won. We, we did win. We did. That was did incredible. So you can go on YouTube. Uh, maybe we'll link it in the in the in the description or something. But yeah, uh, I go think check there should be out. a YouTube video out there. That there definitely is. I yeah. I watch it on nostalgia time every sure. once in a while. <laughs> so, I all right, Cole. Anyway. pick number three. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is already getting difficult because I'm trying to like plan out and I don't know Terrence very well or Terrence I'm sorry <laughs> <Either> <laughs> they pick a Lion King just threw you for a flicking loop huh I know <laughs> uh, and I wasn't expecting Kevin to come out actually with like a solid first choice mm. that like really My really heart. killed me um no. Fuck you, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, animated films are his, uh, Disney is his thing. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm going to yeah. go with, I'm just going to go with my favorite of all time. Uh, it's a safe one. Everyone probably knows if you've listened to the podcast. It's Princess Mononoke. I love that film so much. I got a tattoo of it. I mean, I think it's, uh, it's my favorite Ghibli film. I'm a Ghibli uh, stan, if you must. So uh, it's it's just it's a beautiful film. It's from 1997, and it, it still holds up, and it'll hold up forever. I mean that. Great. That's all I gotta say. That's all I got. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's up there for sure. I mean, when you have to pick a Ghibli movie, I mean that's that's up there. You know, maybe not my top one, but it's definitely iconic as all get out. So. I feel like it like the most well known Studio Ghibli film is like Spirited Away, Spirit but away. then yeah, the big like fans of Studio Ghibli usually say Princess Mononoke is their favorite or Howl's Moving Castle. Mm-hmm. If I'm yeah, I may stand corrected on that one, but good pick. Yeah. I'm not the biggest Ghibli fan, but like, wasn't uh, Spirit Away not supposed to happen to? Him? I think Mon- like Mononoke was supposed to be the last his last hand drawn film, right? Or like as a director. <laughs> And then yeah. he was kind of like a labor of love, did Spirit Away, and then that's the one that won all the big awards and everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I guess I yeah, might that have won like, that. Yeah. Won one of the first Academy Awards for Best Animated Feature. I think that just started in 2000. And then, yeah, 2001, Spirited Spirit Away came Away. out and won um, it. Beauty and the so. Beast was nominated for Best Animated Film, or Best Film of all time. So you're right. It, no, that's what it was. Yeah. It was Best, best picture, Film, but it was yeah. animated. And that's what was different. It was groundbreaking at that time, mm-hmm. too, when that happened. For sure. But mostly because you're right, there wasn't a category for just animated film at that point. All right, so this gives me f- some food for thought here because I feel like the Disney films or Pixar films are going to get picked fast. So I think I might go with a more recent one that a lot of people are going to enjoy, and I'm going to go with Soul from 2020. Wow, uh, as uh, Probably one of my favorite animated films I've watched in the last five years. It has such a good soundtrack with uh, Trent Reznor and John Baptiste. And, I mean, Pixar tackling the big questions like the meaning of life. And uh, I just, like, remember getting the end of that film and being like, oh, I have a whole new perspective on life now. So, yeah. And Jamie Foxx is a great That's job. That's pretty powerful for a movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I got to be the first to admit it. I have yet to see Soul. I know yeah. it exists, but okay. I have not watched it. I am the same. I... Uh, 
So <laughs> here's a, here's a problem with yeah. soul. <laughs> when you when you're when you're black, it's one of those movies. It's like why can't the character just be black the whole movie? Why you gotta be blue? Why you gotta be green? Why you gotta be a shark? Why you gotta be a pigeon? It's just like come on, bro. Like I just like every time it's an animated film, they get turned into something else. Like Will Smith does the one where he turns into a pigeon, and I think uh, <laughs> Lady and the Frog. They get turned okay, into frogs. Yeah. It's just like Ma- Maui in Moana turns into fucking everything under the sun, right? <laughs> it's just like, bro, just let leave the skin black just for for, for forty five minutes. Just give me forty five minutes, bro. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here we go. I mean, I can't. Yeah, I can't. Uh, you know, argue that. But <laughs> yeah, like they, they just had to turn him, I guess. But uh, yeah, the the plot of that film, though, I, I think that just like really carries me. That it, it's such a unique plot too, and like thought about what happens to us after we die. So. Um, I've heard I've heard great things too, and it's it's yeah. on my list of things to watch. But yeah, for sure. All right, my number two film. Um, I think I'm going to stick in the Pixar universe here, and I'm going to go with Wall-E. Uh, that was also on my favorite like apocalyptic mm-hmm. films that we drafted, and I think uh, this is with Soul. Like I think that these might be my two like favorite Pixar films of all time. Um, and Wally's so like creative and wonderfully done. And I feel it just is like the dystopian sci-fi that I love in normal films, but it, they created an animated universe with it. And so cool. So, yeah, no, I was thinking about it. Rose, were you watching a bunch of lists and they were just saying that Wally's one of those movies that if you could turn off the soundtrack and all the music, you could still watch it. And it would be like, you could be entertained by it. Like it'd be visually yeah. appealing. There'd be a whole lot to it, especially like think about those scenes in space as he's blasting off and around and just all the way they make that whole film in general just really really beautiful and i think i said the same thing like it's one of the only animated movies that really makes you cry a whole lot at least for me Mm -hmm. because it's just really it's all about love and if you can accomplish that with robots that means you told a really good freaking story yeah (laughs) for sure powerful (laughs) my one worry with wally is are we as a human race racing towards that? Where we just oh, totally. in the hundred percent. Nah, idiocracy has it right. Yeah. And no, that's yeah. what it was. Uh, so yeah. I was st- I was saying this in our draft of apocalyptic films that statistically the human race is getting more and more obese. So it's like actually statistically true. And then we have the whole uh pollution and climate change on Earth, and uh that's definitely what happens in Wally. So I could all see us jumping on a spaceship and just, you know carrying on the human race that way so you know how like wally learns to like love and like loves eve do you think he has like any remorse by just like scrounging through all of the other dead wally bodies and like ripping parts off of them to like continue (laughs) himself you know rebuilding and putting tracks on like he's just legit just like tearing apart his own kind do you think he feels about that they're dead they're dead they're They're gone yeah Yeah, you know He's a robot. I mean, if I didn't have an arm, I'd say sew an arm on me. I don't care. For I don't sure. care who's it is. Just food for yeah. thought, man. You just got to think about this stuff. <laughs> That's a lot of food for thought. That's a four-course meal, man. <laughs> That's a four-course fucking meal. Exactly. Uh, All right. Uh, All right. Cole, my turn. Yeah, number two. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, one of, like, my, like, favorite lighthearted films, and it definitely falls into the category of my some of my hobbies. I'm going with Lego Movie. I fucking love this movie. Uh, when it came out, I mean, I, I love Legos. I was a Lego kid. It's pretty, like, I, that's all I played with and stuff. And when this movie came out, I was, I was pretty jacked for it. And granted, I was in college when it came out, so. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I think, like, the way that they animated 
that film with like true Lego like bricks and everything just like took it to a whole nother level and like the level of detail and care that went into the whole universe and and then just all the good voice acting and everything. Um, I think they just did a f- fantastic job and it was just like a very fun, lighthearted story uh, that, you know, kind of deals with the, you know, the uh, kid and dad's relationship, so to speak. But um, animation, I mean, I've never seen a better Lego movie and I don't want to see a better one because this is the best. I will say you should check out the Lego Batman movies. They are pretty good. Okay. Not better than the, the Lego movie, but I, I do think they're pretty good. I do Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Does a good I love Lego Wars. Yeah. On, Lego, on uh, Lego Masters. Or Lego <laughs> Masters, not Lego, Lego Wars. Wars. It's Lego I've Masters with Will Arnett. So, uh, like, come on. Lego Wars. Yeah, it's like Robot Wars. <laughs> Lego Masters, yes. I've never seen a Lego movie. Lego. I'm not going to lie. And I grew oh. up playing Legos or playing with Legos. I've oh never seen God. one. So this is like the original Lego movie, like the first one they made. And mm-hmm. I mean, they, yeah. they had like made other like Lego movies, but this is the yeah. like the so Lego so movie many coming of 24. Out. Yeah. I, I was just like, there's one original this, one, I bet. I would so, say okay. this was like the first like premiere like movie release, like theatrical release Lego movie. Like all of the other ones were like just like the normal like straight to DVD, TV, kids kind of movies, Ninjago, that kind of stuff, right? But this one was the first one where they're like, we're going to get like real actors we're gonna really pump it out and we're gonna do a theatrical release and it was awesome man i love it cool and i i will warn you kiska it has one of the catchiest songs you've ever heard in your life okay mm-hmm. yeah so i might like it then all right yeah. or it might get stuck in your head for forever and always and then you're gonna be cursing it's our name until i mean happy got <laughs> stuck in my head pretty easily so yeah i'm sure if it's a, a, a like a, equivalent to that then uh i probably will get stuck in my head all right, Tance, your number two pick. Oh, okay. He, oh, I thought I had to wait for KCOP. I'm glad, glad, because yeah. I thought he might take this. But yep. uh, this movie has the most copied bike scene ever. <laughs> oh, Slide. Yeah. Son of a Yeah, I had to take I it I, I just this watched this first. film this past week or past couple <laughs> yeah. weeks ago. So. Oh, uh, this is Akira. One of the best animated, animated, animated movies, but anime movies as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of emotion, lots of groundbreaking animation too. Just some things that are weird, just weird and different, and like just push the genre forward. Also, uh, a movie that I think a lot of people know. I think I even had a first date, and we watched Akira, and that was her. It was her idea. Like so, yeah. It's just it's one of those movies that everybody just I don't know that just loves. Would you say that this was like the American? America's like introduction to anime was like when Akira got big. Um, would you say that that'd be true or no? I maybe maybe the older generation's introduction to anime. I think the thing that introduced people to anime is Toonami because you okay. didn't know you were watching anime. You just thought you okay. were watching cartoons, and it turns out to be Dragon Ball Z and Rurouni Kenshin and the Ronin Wars gotcha. and all that stuff. And it's like, oh, this is, and then and then they carried that through with Naruto too. So it's just like, oh, yeah. Was, cool. was Akira then, big in the United States though when it came out? Like after it came out? Or, I don't know because yeah. I think I was still pretty young when it came out. Yeah. I think Akira was like late eighties, maybe. Yeah. Or, yeah. So like eighty-eight. Yeah. So when it came out to the states, probably wasn't as big. But I think once you start getting into like, oh, I like animated movies, Akira is something that that kind of just comes. It's like, oh hey, mm-hmm, and then now sure. now you can see the influence though. Everybody copies the bike slide. I yeah, think I just I think recently saw it in uh, what's the movie with the Jordan Peele movie? Is oh, it, uh, uh, nope. nope. Or us or get out. Nope. No, it's nope. nope. Or, or nope. no, it's. I think, no, it's I think it is yeah, so. Yeah, you're yeah, right. They yep. do the they do the, mm-hmm. the the slide with the electric. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's 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 so copied too, but it's just it's a great scene though too. And like mm-hmm. I, I think I even have oh I don't have it down here, but I have a T-shirt with a halo, like Master gotcha. Chief, with walking to the <laughs> the car too as well. So yeah, that's just, awesome. Cool. Yeah, Kelly and I watched that for the first time just a few weeks ago, and it did live like yeah. a month ago. I'd say it lived up to the. To Cole the put it on his list for apocalyptic <laughs> movies, I think. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, what's that? And then I went and watched it. I was like, holy shit, this thing's yeah. wild. So yeah, no, good choice for sure. But that classic uh, J- Japan warning about nuclear war. It's a tale as old as time, but it's always good. Mm-hmm. All right, Kevin, time for two your picks. Second, yeah, two, two second two, and third picks. Two yeah. wonderful picks that are gonna well just solidify this this uh, rush mirror is just all time iconic. So coming in as my number two pick is the nineteen ninety five classic the very first film from pixar that's right we have the original toy story coming in um with my second pick it was the first ever animated film that was completely done by computer it's got a ridiculous cast with tom hanks tim allen some other uh, don rickles was in that one uh it's the most iconic film that i can think of from my childhood as far as just from a soundtrack standpoint i know we already made fun of it randy newman but like you've got a friend in me is Widely respected and is from just across the whole musical world and animated films. It's uh, responsible for, you know, the entire Toy Story franchise, all of the things that go along with that. Buzz Lightyear and Woody are just part of the of the zeitgeist and the normal culture into the world because of this film. And it was just um, fantastic. I love that film and it will go down in history as just one of the best animated films of all time. No doubt. Yeah, I had that towards the top of my list, but I just felt like it, it was almost too obvious for me. Maybe I should have just picked it, but like, Pick the I was just, picks, yeah, maybe because it is about Rushmore and other people vote on it. But like, I was like, Toy Story is so talked about and iconic. I, I needed to go like a level below with like Soul or something. Oh, I'm going gonna, yeah. gonna to double up again. Level below and how well known it is. My next pick yeah. is going to be just about the same, same damn thing. I'm going <laughs> right. for the easiest, the biggest, the top of the top. That's 2001's Shrek. That's right. I'm putting Mike Myers on the top of my list because 2004, goddamn, I think. No, no 2001. It's definitely Shrek? 2001. Um, right. Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, oh, Cameron right. Diaz, John Lithgow. I get this all wrong. All right. DreamWorks Pictures, I mean, what else do I need to say? This movie was everything. It took a classic tale of a princess in a castle and completely flipped it on its head. Prince Charming is now an ogre, and the actual prince is a small man with a big ego, and it is just a freaking romp in the park. What a blast. One of the best animated wrestling scenes I've ever seen. Maybe the only animated wrestling scene I've ever seen. Um, You get some just absolute stalwart performances. It's kind of interesting, a little factoid, I think it was. Mike Myers ends up playing Shrek, but the late, great, um, wow, help me with a name, all of a sudden... Chris Farley. Chris Farley was recording or was started to slot and be Shrek, which would have been interesting in its own right. But uh, I'm really glad that it turned out the way it did. Uh, Shrek 2 is also a good shout out, but there's nothing like the original. So um, back-to-back pick with Toy Story and Shrek, I feel pretty good about that. And those guys are just absolute banger classics that are going to stand out in uh, Mount Rushmore. So that's why I picked them. There we go. I'm really surprised you picked like a three-minute YouTube video to be on the top of your list. Uh, Shrek is love, Shrek is life. is uh, <laughs> It's so disturbing to me. I don't know why you would put that on here. 
I, he literally just goes into his bedroom and I claps those Shrek cheeks and I'm Shrek is life. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was talking about Oh wait, about you meant the, you meant the feature film. I thought okay. he was yeah, talking the about like, the Broadway performance of Shrek. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shrek is wait. Broadway. That's true too. Oh wait, there, I was just thinking uh isn't like the person that plays Shrek dating Ariana Grande, but that's the person that plays SpongeBob, I think. What? Wow, we just, yeah, we there's a Broadway quickly. performer that plays SpongeBob, like, and it's huge, and he's dating Ariana Grande, and I think he there's left his SpongeBob? wife to be with Ariana Grande. And look up if you look up a picture of him, he I mean, looks I like guess, SpongeBob. He's like he has red hair, still like he looks What's really wrong with weird. Red hair? He's uh, Wait, right? it's weird. It's weird uh, to have red hair. Red and, hair, uh, red hair can't get Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, okay, Shrek. I I love Shrek, obviously. Uh, and it. So Kelly always says this though. The Uncanny Valley animation in this is it's a little unsettling. That's the only thing that I have against Shrek. <laughs> like it's just I like it, sh- right when they started uh, sh- like switching over to that kind of animation, right? And yeah. it like and also right when they started switching over to digital film. Uh, is that correct? Yeah. And yeah, there was a certain kind of like unsettling uncanny valley about it when it first came out, but I think they've since like remastered it to make it look not so uncanny, but it's still a little weird. Yeah. I will say like Shrek is just far enough outside the uncanny valley of like real people for me. Um, but like, I definitely understand that because like I hate Polar Express because of that. Like yes. I watched that movie and I'm like, these people are soulless monsters, and I don't understand why this is a Christmas movie. You've turned Tom Hanks into a soulless monster. How yeah. dare you? It's the, it's the, the eyes the and the eyes. the locked jaw. Oh, yeah. oh, but Kika, I wanted to ask you: Have you seen they released? I don't know if it was released or somebody leaked it, but there's test footage or early footage of uh, Chris Farley as Shrek. I feel like I might have. And that's where this maybe that nugget came into my brain forever ago. Oh, I wonder how that sounds. It's really interesting to see how he played Shrek versus really how Mike Myers yeah. like end up ended up. Pretty hmm. crazy. Yeah, it's 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 weird because you know we all have this like preconceived notion of who Shrek is now, right? And like Mike mm-hmm. Myers and stuff. But going back and listening to it and watching it, you're like, this isn't Shrek. But you're like, but at the same time, I mean, it's not it's not bad. And like I love Chris Farley, so it was. Uh, it's just weird, man. Cinema history, you know. OJ was almost Terminator at one point. Things could really? be crazy. Yes. Uh, holy yeah, shit. shit. <laughs> well, you learn something new every day. Well, it's like a... Glad that didn't happen. Too, right? Oh, well, yeah. yeah no, Would have been right. a lot of jokes later in the 90s. <laughs> All right. Anyway. He was, he was truly a Terminator. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. All right. Tance, uh, your number three pick. Yeah, I, I'm I'm torn because I like do I go what's true to me or do I go for the win here? That's the that's the problem here. I think I'm gonna go for the win here, and I'm really surprised that this is not. I thought somebody was gonna take it, uh, but my favorite Disney movie of all time about a street rat mm. in Agrabah, uh, Aladdin. Ah, yeah. uh, I can't believe I'm surprised it's still here. I'm not gonna four. lie to ah, I, I knew. I could always get a number four from some weird obscure anime. So I was like, yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can rest easy. But no, Aladdin, my favorite. I even have a, that's a Funko pop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab it. Do it, do it. Show me that Funko. Oh yeah. Oh hell nice. yeah. Soundtrack, <laughs> soundtrack. I would say better than Lion King. More gems, more songs. Uh, and this one, the cool thing about this Funko pop, he's actually hiding a loaf of bread behind his back. You can't oh, see yeah. it. Like his arm is 
is hidden. So, but yeah, you are like a true dad to the core. You're all about the soundtracks of those Disney films, man. (laughs) I love it. When you, when when you get, when you get a kid, you you, you can't listen to your music. Like I, you know, I, oh man, it was, I was playing, I, I was, I blanked out this afternoon or this evening when I picked her up from daycare and I was driving. I was like, wait, Jay-Z is talking about drug dealing and <laughs> prostitutes. Wait, let me hold, hold on. Let me, it's like, oh, I need That's to change this. <laughs> nope. Like, nope. I forgot to switch it over. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I was looking at the cast of Aladdin. Uh, so Robin Williams is the genie. I want. I re- remembered that. But yeah. I did not know Gilbert Godfrey was in here. Yago. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yago. Oh, my gosh. Dude, mm-hmm. one of the most classic. Why hasn't he done more voice acting? <laughs> Because he has because one he's voice. Annoying, I guess. He has, yeah, he he has, has one, one voice. voice. <laughs> and like, if you have a role that you're like, "Hey, we need someone that everyone's yeah. gonna hate when they talk," and they're like, yeah. "Gilbert Godfrey," and also get over sound here. like a parrot when he talks. Yeah. <laughs> so. I definitely grew up on Aladdin, Lion King, mm-hmm. Mulan, uh, Emperor's New Groove, Hercules. Those are probably the five I grew up on from my first ten years of life, and Toy Story, probably. Yeah. So, it's like a, I said yeah, earlier, if uh, I had a chance sure. to pick it, Aladdin would have come and coming home at number four. Like it's definitely my favorite uh, true Disney movie from that time period. Uh, yeah. So iconic, like one that I just watch over and over and over again. Probably Robin Williams' fault, to be honest with you. Like his performance was just so much that you want to be like, I want a genie. More, you know, you obviously want a genie because you want a bunch of wishes. But like he was just a cool guy. He was gonna be your friend, your pal. Like he was just a, a cool figure. So did anybody yeah. see the live action? I did not see it. No, I I've, I've seen it obviously because it's like my favorite like Disney movie. Yeah. Will's I think I, I don't think anybody can live up to Robin Williams's performance, but I think Will Smith is probably a close second. He's not he's not well not yeah. a close second. He's a there's a giant chasm between second and first place, but I think he's probably the top tier of that that second place. And but they changed some things about it. You know I get it. You know you want to make it more appealing for the audience that it is today and change you know why why make a live action if you're going to just make the same thing going forward but like i i think i think they did all right for sure what about the live action lion king have you seen that that. i've never seen it i i've seen it i i don't think it's good because i don't remember much about it that's i just when when i heard about them making a live action lion king my first reaction was how and why? Because you're making a film about animals that talk in like a magical world, but we're gonna make it live action so it's real, but yet none of the animals are real, and and but they're not animated, so they can't show emotion. I don't know. I just thought it was really weird, but I, I didn't know if anyone had any opinions. On live it. action Jungle Book was the best, and after that, I don't think they've been on. They've had too many good live action remakes of Disney films, right? I haven't. I yeah. gave up on them. To be too honest. many great ones, no. at least. Yeah, yeah I'm just. Yeah, like, I haven't seen. I think. The bad, I haven't seen it, but my wife has seen it. But she liked The Little Mermaid that they just okay. Like, I haven't seen that yet either. So, that with uh, this year, but like, yeah, but it's hard to recreate that magic. That some of the yeah. things that you can do in animation just don't translate nope. to live action. This is why I'm also worried about Avatar The Last Airbender, but we'll see what happens when it comes yeah. out. Yeah, well, we could as long, as long as they don't call him like Ung. already going there i saw that opening night in theaters and i was so disappointed because i loved i loved that show so much and uh yeah it had such promise with the trailer oh like okay he flipped over him he froze him 
that's perfect. Okay, we're go off to a great start. And then you go into the movie theater and you're like, what the hell was that? You ever Just the, the M Night Shyamalan? <laughs> you ever hear about version? how the uh, the kid who plays uh, the Avatar, like the Last Airbender, uh, how he got that role? Nah. He got that role because he sent M Night Shyamalan a video of him doing like karate in like some type of like martial arts, and he was like, "That's our star." Kid had never acted before in his life, never done anything, and then like Shyamalan was like, "That dude can do a backflip. Get him here now!" And get him. It. And it was like, yeah. shave his head. Yep. Get him. Yep, that's exactly. That man's just had like twenty years of straight shitty movies after Unbreakable, I think. So it's yeah, he's, <laughs> he's having a hell of a run. Yeah, Split wasn't that bad, but still, it's yeah. just like he's not had a good film since Unbreakable, really. Yeah. All right, Cole, your number three pick. All right, my number three is um, one that came out in 2004. Uh, it's, uh, I think, probably, it's one of, I think, Pixar's best films of all time. They did a, a bunch of really cool sound design and sound effects for this film that were, you know, kind of quote-unquote groundbreaking, but it's The, uh, it's the Incredibles. I, I love this movie. I, uh, I waited a very 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 long time for them to make a sequel and the sequel is still is pretty they did a pretty damn good job but uh yeah i love this movie when it first came out i watched it uh, over and over as a kid and i can still go back and watch it and enjoy it today it's just like the whole story and um they kind of took like the whole like avengers type thing before avengers was really a thing but they kind of had like all these superheroes and then they showed the backstory and the, you know, the costumes and all that stuff. And then the super villain and, you know, the whole premise of basically a guy who has no powers and he's tired of being, um, kicked to the curb or ignored. And I don't know. It's great. I love that film so much. So, and Mrs. Incredibles is just incredible too. So <laughs> why'd they have to do that to Mrs. Incredible? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I love The Incredibles, too, uh, when I first watched it. Like, Pixar was just on a slew of putting out some of the best Dude, films so in general. So many bangers yeah. from, like, 2001 to 2005 was just mm -hmm. insane how many... Even, like, like, Toy Story to 2005. And, yeah. I mean, Wally was 2008, I believe. Yep. Uh, so, no. like, they were... They There's did just, not miss for yeah, so several, many good, several years. So many good animated films yeah. that came out during that time. But I won't list them because I don't want to give away some of my ideas. Yeah. <laughs> but, but The Incredibles is my favorite Pixar movie. Coming from like that nerdy world where like I like superheroes and yeah. then Pixar does it and they do it really well too. Like, yeah. And then like so many iconic quotes too. Like, you know, like, honey, where's my super suit? And like, <laughs> the, I was going to say, super suit. Where's Samuel Jackson is the first thing I think about when I think <laughs> yeah. about that movie. It's the greater good. I am your greatest good. <laughs> like, just like, it's the greatest good so, you'll like, ever have. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. And I like that's like what I think the the beauty of Pixar is they make films for kids that adults can watch, right? Like they have these like beautiful lines in writing that the kids have no idea what the context is, but it's just nothing. It's not like there's any like real vulgarity to it, but everyone but as an adult you're watching it and you're like, this is amazing. <laughs> like uh, it's just so good. All right. Well, where will I go here? So I think I want to go with a more well-known one. And then, I mean, this other one I think is going to be well-known, but it's going to be a bit out of left field, and I don't think anybody else will have it, but you're still going to know it. Mm -hmm. So number three, I'm going to have Spirited Away. Uh, I got to put a Studio yep. Ghibli film on here, and I think it was my favorite one, even though it's the most well-known one. And it's, it's Yeah, awesome. that was like, 
It's yeah, that was a big good. coming out uh, film for Hayao Miyazaki. I feel like that's when people really started to pay attention to him in Hollywood. So had to give him respect there, put him in number three. Number four is the 1999 South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. I had to do it. Down. Um, like, God damn. Yeah. Choice. Well, this was like when Trey Parker and Matt Stone were just in their prime of like writing South Park. And it just was like a culmination of like so everything beautiful about their comedic writing and uh, their musicality, the, the songs they create, like just fucking hilarious. I I love this movie and definitely want, like snuck into the basement to find it on like cable TV and watch it. Uh, that's how I watched it the first oh, time. Yeah. That, that soundtrack got circulated around grade school, like on like Burns CD. Like I remember yeah. like hearing <laughs> Kyle's mom's big fat bitch way before I ever yeah. saw the fucking movie at all. And yeah. like that blame Canada, like the whole yeah. fucking thing. Like I love that movie. It's yep. so, 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 so good. Oh my God. Um, that- and I always think about that film, especially when I watch team America for some reason. Cause like those are oh, like, yeah. in a canon for me, like in the same universe, even though they're not, but they're, they are. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. As a Terrence, I have never found my Philip. I've never found <laughs> oh, my counterpart. Yeah, would well, that never... have been Lanning the blonde? Because uh, he blonde would have Lanning. been. It would have been. He was that weird name, Lanning. Like, come yeah. on, man, give yeah, me. Yeah, not Philip. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Lanning. You're now Terrence's Philip, maybe. <laughs> Lanning, if you're. But out uh, there. yeah. I mean, I just also like the whole. It was like a big criticism on like helicopter moms. I feel and just. Also, just the whole satire of Canada. Sorry, Cole, but that was great. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> I still enjoyed it. As a, as a uh, as a Canadian, I still still enjoy it, and I still love yeah. South Park. And Canadians I, can laugh at themselves. Americans can't yeah. for some fucked up reason. Yeah. So. Yeah. I will say none of our heads are are not. We don't have a complete like split head. So <laughs> just <laughs> throwing it out there. We we have normal faces. <laughs> All right, so uh, my four are Soul, Wally, Spirited Away, and South Park. South Park, the movie. I think I really covered uh, the spectrum there. So, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna say too about South Park. That movie was a, a lot too about censorship too, because like they mm-hmm. were getting so much flack from the show that like, okay, we'll make this movie, and you can't tell us whatever they do. And we have this loyal fan base that are gonna mm-hmm. go. I was probably. 12 or 13 when that movie came out and so we couldn't go see it but we had a, a mentor that w- he loved south park and he was like no we're going to go yeah. see this movie and so like yep. we went to go see it i mean i i think it got an original in nc-17 i think first and then it came back and they had to give it an r as hard as like getting a theatrical release but yeah though they they fucking went hard on that movie for sure i feel like they tried to set a record for like most swear words in a movie or something i need to double check that but that sounds like a Trey Parker and Matt Stone thing to do. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it was, especially at that Cartman time. Cartman curses like every third yeah. word in that movie. It's right, just yeah. the whole, yeah, getting the chip and everything else. And- oh, and if you look up, uh, so they were, I think they were nominated for an Oscar for that film for Best uh, Animated Feature, I believe. And they both um, went to the red carpet, dressed in dresses, uh, and they were apparently on acid too. So uh, they definitely were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, one of them looked like J Lo, if I remember right. Yep, yeah. the <laughs> iconic green dress. Yep. yep. Yeah. All right, Cole. All right, your number four film. Yeah. So my number four film is a film that I wouldn't say it's one that brings you joy, but it is a film that I would say that everyone needs to watch because. Um, 
I don't know. It, like a lot of people will talk about how anime isn't isn't like real movies and all this stuff. And I will recommend this movie every single time because it will make you cry and it will make you be miserable. But it is like truly like a masterpiece of art in its graveyard of fireflies from nineteen eighty one. Grave of fireflies. Grave of fireflies. Yes, you're right. You're right. Grave of fireflies. I like love to hate this yeah. film because it's so good <laughs> and so beautiful. But every time I watch it, I just feel like shit because it is so sad and so powerful and such a good like movie and animated film. And for anyone that talks about oh, all animes for kids or animes just a bunch of like no, bullshit, <laughs> it's like it is not. You you watch this and if you don't cry, you're a monster. Like you are not a good person. <laughs> So um, I don't think it's uh, it's not one that a lot of people watch because of, you know, just the context of it and all that stuff. But man, is it a good film? And I really I think it just doesn't get, you know, necessarily the accolades that it should. And I just want want people to go watch it. Go be sad for once. You know, it's OK. Yeah. Watch a sad movie. Cry. And if I could suggest anything to our big film fans here, uh, Oppenheimer is now out in 4K UHD. So watch Oppenheimer and then watch Grave of Fireflies and then just feel absolutely horrible for for a day. (laughs) (laughs) Just your soul just collapse inside itself. Yeah, you watch Oppenheimer, you watch Graveyard of Fireflies, you watch Akira, and then you watch Godzilla minus one. It's a whole weekend. Then the Barbie movie directly afterwards, right? And then and then just go watch the, the critically acclaimed film with Ben Affleck, Pearl Harbor, right? No, just not. (laughs) Pearl Harbor sucked. (laughs) Oh, that's a South Park. Yeah, that's a South Park song too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so so my my Mount Rushmore of animated films is uh, The Incredibles, Lego Movie, Princess Mononoke, and Grave of Fire, Grave of the Fireflies. Grave of Fireflies, I think. <laughs> no, it's I think it's Grave of, of the, the fireflies. fireflies. Really? Yeah. Yes. How do I keep fucking this up? Dude, okay. it's, you know what? It's hard. Just say gra- you you're know, right. Grave fire- of the Fireflies. fireflies right. but yeah. Semantics. Those are Semantics. my four. <laughs> All right. Okay. Tance, you're number four. All right. Well, I'm going to go with one that's a little uh, out obscure here. Uh, so this is a Batman movie, a DC oh. movie. If you don't know, DC has a legendary run with animated movies. I'm, yep, I'm going to go, and I'm going to go the one that people don't know or don't let, talk about a lot, but this is Batman Under the Red Hood. So a lot of people, I'm not going to say the other one. I think Kaycon knows what the other no, one I'm is. No, I'm not going to pick it. What do you can say? Oh, we'll talk about We can talk about uh, Mask of the So Phantasm. Mask of the Phantasm is one that people really rant and rave about. They love it. They love it strong. I, I like Mask of the Phantasm, but I like Under the Red Hood a lot more because when I first saw it, it had a bigger impact on me because it was like, who is under the red hood? And like, who was, who was on the level of Batman? And I'm not, I don't want to spoil it for people who want to go out and watch it, but it, it doesn't hold up. Now I, I watched it recently, like maybe in the last year or so, the animation for what we have now doesn't hold up, but the story was so great that I like, Oh, it made an immediate impact on me. I made my wife watch it and she was like, Oh shit that was awesome and like she's not a big like animator or anime film like type of person either but she loved that film too but no it's one of it's one of my favorites and like i just like man i I know it's one of those it's like that scene in power rangers when tommy breaks into the megazord it's like what the hell is going on like who is on the level of the power rangers like oh it's kind of like that it's just like but no it's got a great a great line and like a great throughput and story and once you get there 
just amazing. Yeah. No, I, th- I think you're dead on with the, the coolness of the Batman animated series during that time period. Uh, what year did Under the Red Hood come out? Because I know what, Phantasm was 93. Yeah, I think Red Hood is a little bit later. I think it's like two, it's 2008 or something it's like that. It's 2010. I'm looking at the Wikipedia. Is it, is it same, yeah, it, yep. same, same voice actor? Uh, so, no, listeners. no. It's uh, oh, Bruce, it's, Green, oh. Bruce Greenwood is Batman. Uh, yeah. John Jason, DiMaggio is the Joker. Jason okay. Ackles. So I guess from, that's that's the reason uh, why I love Mask of the Phantasm so much is because of Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill. Like just because those are the classic classic voice actors for me. Um, and like, but it's still cool that Batman got such a, a treatment during that time period. But I mean, it was a, a theatrical flop when it came out. But people now give it its credit after the fact and i think it's just uh something to be said so yeah no good choice chance for sure no i and i like mask of the phantasm like it's just the ending doesn't quite get me there like it's just like ah it's good it's great all through like because you're like who's going on and then the reveal is good but then like what happens after it's just a little little dicey but another uh, go watch it if you haven't yeah another like dc banger is uh justice league the flashpoint paradox you haven't seen that that is, I've go check that out. I so that good. Flashpoint, Flashpoint Paradox. Paradox. Right. This is where you start in the mm-hmm. DC run of greatness. I think you oh, start yeah. with Paradox, Flash, and it like changes things. Mm-hmm. And then they have all of their movies that lead oh, up. God. And they even wrapped it up. Uh, I think with a Constantine movie, or he's the uh, Constantine becomes the main one of the main characters mm-hmm. for the last movie, and wraps this whole yeah. like ten year, fifteen year stretch up, and then they start going into like the new Fifty Two movies. But like well, that DC run yeah. is just, and it's so like infuriating seeing DC do so well for animated films and have such a good story and writing. And then they're like, we're going to make a live action movie and we're going to take all this stuff that's basically just set up and ready for us to just recreate live action and people would love it. And they were like, fuck that. We're doing something different. And then it's terrible and everyone hates it. And you're just like, why do you keep doing this to yourself? <laughs> we're trying to be like Marvel. Don't fucking be like Marvel. You don't no. have to do that. Be dude. <laughs> you got, you got I liked the Batman with Robert Pattinson, but yeah, all the Batmans with Ben Affleck were trash. So, all right, right. Tansier Four were The Lion King, Akira, Aladdin, and Batman Under the Red Hood. Mm -hmm. Okay, Okay. Kevin. All right, so uh, before we get to the very last actual pick, I suppose it's a good time to talk about some honorable mentions, right? Since no one else can pick any movies anymore at this point, so we can throw this in there. But you can't pick mine, so I'll just do my honorable mentions, then I'll pick, and then you can do yours. So there's that. Um, so these are the movies I'm not picking as my final. Eric, if you want to switch this around or tell me not to do it, that's fine. But, Go ahead. All right, cool. Uh, Chicken Run uh, in 2000. Uh, that Claymation film was flipping awesome. Claymation, the amount of lengths that they went to to have that film established was just phenomenal. It just stuck out as super iconic. Uh, great British humor, in my opinion. Uh, just a the, really uh, great, great I film. I heard the, um, the studio that made Chicken Run, aren't they making a sequel? And they're also the Wallace and Gromit. But they yeah. ran out of clay because their supplier that they buy <laughs> no, from did not went, that is like shut down, so they don't have clay. I was just reading about that. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> like they're That's at like a stopping bonkers. point because their supplier of clay just oh my gosh. Is, is done. <laughs> well, now I have to see this Chicken Run sequel uh, 25 <laughs> years later when it finally yeah. comes out. Wallace and Gromit: Curse of the Were Rabbit was great. No, oh, that was a good. Yes. One. Yeah. I mean, that, that entire genre of film in general, that whole style is awesome. Just stop motion, the fact that it's like the longest stop motion film in history or something along those lines when it's all said and done mm. is pretty ridiculous. All right, uh, let's see. Um, 
I was going to use Up as my final pick. That's when Tance was pantomiming Up, and I was like, don't do it. But then I kind of was like, I already have a Pixar classic, um, but I do want to shout out Up. It was the second animated film ever to be nominated for the uh, Oscar for Best Film of All Time. Best Picture. um, Mm -hmm. Which is pretty cool. Uh, That movie breaks my heart. It is absolutely uh, iconic. Some great performances. Uh, there's a giant bird named Kevin. I mean, come on. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> that yes, movie's fantastic. Um, That's exactly where I thought Cole was going with Grave of the Fireflies. I, I thought that, that too. Like, depressing. Yeah. Like, yeah, that movie mm-hmm. is just uh, different. Um, I was also going to pick a Goofy movie because I also watched that Ugh. movie a whole bunch when I was a kid. It's a lot of fun. That's another that furry movie's... movie that probably made a bunch of people, you know? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> You're uh, not going to beat the furry allegations. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go with my actual pick, which is the, um, I won't say off the beaten path, but it is a lesser known animated film, I think. And it's the 1982 American animated fantasy film, The Secret of Nim. Yeah, that the secret of Nim. You, I enjoyed the secret. My grandma had a, a VHS of this that we would always pop on whenever I went over to her house, and I ended up watching it kind of on repeat a lot. And the 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 story and the acting and just kind of the simplicity of a story involving farm animals, but making it so big and elaborate and in depth and powerful. Um, really came through for me. And I think that it stuck around. Um, it kind of shows what can happen when Disney doesn't put its money behind a, a story, but it still turns out to be just iconic because it, it stands the test of time because of just how good it is and the story itself. Um, so for Nicodemus and all of his rats and just that entire story from start to finish, uh, I think The Secret of Nim definitely deserves a spot on my my Mount Rushmore. So, uh, number one, we uh, grabbed Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Number two was Toy Story. Three was Shrek. And then I finished out with The Secret of Nim. I've never heard of this film. You've never seen Secret of Nim? this film. Wow. Never heard of it. Yeah, so I went with my own personal favorite one on this one. And like I said, Up would have been the, like, the banger to pick. It's dark. It's dark, but it's... Like, as a kid, like, there's some scenes that are pretty freaking, like hardcore like brutal and i remember like it, it kind of scares me but it's it's a very beautiful film and it's it's a very well done and it's it was on i had it on my list of like potential selections so uh mad respect to you kevin because that's a that's a that's a good one man i didn't realize it was from 82 to be honest mm-hmm. like it is yeah. um for being that old i'll have to go back and rewatch it and see if a uh, if it's still as good as I remember it being from like a visual aspect, because there's some pretty wild scenes in that movie. All right. Well, uh, I guess I'll give a few shout outs. Um, one that I'm not sure if uh, you, you do you know uh, Makoto Shinkai Tance? Name does not sound familiar, but maybe the work, the work will. Okay. So your name was a big kind of like Japanese anime film. Yeah. That came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. And it's like Freaky Friday, but uh, with two like random people in Japan from across Japan. Um, and that, yeah, I think he also did one called Suzume uh, that came out this past year. And uh, I've always seen your name. I haven't seen Suzume, but I really like your name. Um, another, there's a foreign language uh, French film called My Life as a Zucchini. And that's been on like Netflix forever. <laughs> and it's a very sad movie, huh. but uh, it's like really beautifully done. And then another one that's lesser known, but I really enjoy is uh, Marion Max. And that is uh, with Philip Seymour Hoffman and Tony Collette. So it's like the black and, and white kind of looking one? Or? Yeah, it's not technically, it's not like but all like black and white, but it's like, the yeah. aesthetic is very black and white. Okay. Uh, 
and it's about an American man with Asperger's and a like lonely and outcast outcasted Australian girl, and they both become pen pals. Um, and it's a, based on a true story, and it's about like their pen pal ship over like twenty years. Um, so those three are pretty. I mean, I don't know. A lot of food for thought, those films. So not your fun animated films, but uh, three films that I've seen that like I I think uh, are worth noting for sure. I just want to say I hate South Park because when you said Asperger's, the only thing I think about is Asperger's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, God damn it. Why, why have you ruined me? Why have you ruined me like this, South Park? <laughs> yep. Uh, I got a couple. Um, Iron Giant was one that I really liked as a kid. Uh, Atlantis, the the original, like the first, like Lost City or whatever. Very good. And then if you like Fast and Furious, but in an anime version, it's called Red Line. Red oh, Line. Red Line. Red Line. I don't go Initial D. Initial D. That one just came out, didn't it? Or, or am I? Yeah. Thinking. But Initial D's been around for a long time. I guess it's not a it's not a movie though. But yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, it's called Redline, and it is just like over the top, just like muscle car animation, like very like rockabilly almost esque. It's very fun. It's a good one. Cool. I, so I'll give a few that I'm surprised. I'm surprised the the Nightmare Before Christmas did not come up. That. Those are my favorite Christmas films. I can't. I I don't think it's like on my top ten favorite animated films of all time. But I do enjoy that film. Yeah. Just I was so surprised. Much to pick from. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Yeah. yeah, there is. And then even from the newer kind of generation too, Frozen, a giant mm-hmm. uh animated film that like is everywhere. Encanto, that's I think that's one of my, I think one of our favorite newer. When you were talking about uh soundtracks that parents want to listen to, that their kids like a movie that their kids watch over and over again, Encanto is what comes to mind for me cuz so many parents were like Dude, this is a great soundtrack. We're gonna listen to this and let our kid watch Moana too. Like both of those have pretty great soundtracks in general that parents I can think get behind while watching a movie endless on repeat over and over and over and over and over again. Exactly. It's it is on. I have a whole Disney playlist and it is full of Encanto and Moana. So <laughs> Well, there we go then. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I haven't seen this one, but I was I was hoping somebody else may have and bring it up, but I heard Coco is apparently a phenomenal movie. I've and heard like, that too, but I have not seen it. I haven't seen it either. But yeah, is that one of Pixar's recent it, ones yeah. too? Right? Yeah, I think I think it's more like in the last ten years, I believe it is. But I mm-hmm. I heard it's just phenomenal. Or yeah. so it's uh, six years old yeah. at this point. Also, uh, the reason why I thought Initial G just came out is because uh, Han from Fast and Furious is making a Initial D movie. Mm. Like a live action movie? Or, I, I think or so. It... I just like looked it up because I was like, I, I, I swore I just read something about it. Yeah, so he's making a live action initial D film and it's uh, he will be directing it. Did um, anyone else have Fantastic Mr. Fox on their list anywhere? It's, uh, I, mean, it's a good I, movie, I did it because, but... yeah, I don't know. Wes Anderson, he, yeah. he's kind of grown tired <laughs> he's for too, me. He's too, <laughs> up, he's too full of himself. <laughs> Fuck you, Wes Anderson. You can't make an animated film. I, no I respect his films, but like, yeah, I just, I've, he's grown tired for me. I can't with Wes Anderson, yeah. he says. Uh, <laughs> I mean, see. like Ratatouille, of course. Yeah, Coraline, Ratatouille is pretty high up there on the list, yeah. to be honest yeah. with you. That one's yeah. pretty great. Just films I didn't necessarily choose. For Has anyone seen for. Perfect Blue? No, like, but I've no. seen that on a lot of lists, on a lot of people's lists. It's like topped up a lot because, um... Who is it? The game director or developer for Metal Gear, uh, Kojima. Solid. Kojima. Oh. Yeah, he like 
Yeah, he posted about it and saying it was like his favorite animated film, and it's like blown up. But it's from like the eighties, yeah. and it's supposed to be very, very good. But I am. I guess I'm gonna have to check that out because I also have seen it on a couple lists for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. well that'll round out our Mount Rushmore draft of animated films. We will post our Mount Rushmores a few days after this podcast episode is posted. Um, Tans, do you have anything else you want to say? Yes, Yoroichi from Bleach is my anime waifu. Okay. Uh, I, so. <laughs> cool. I wasn't going to let you get out of here without, yes. without saying that. Yeah, but no, yeah. So it's, but no uh, I would say uh, thank you guys for having me. It's been a pleasure. This is really fun. I love I love talking about animation. So anytime you guys want to have me back about talking about animation, I'm Definitely. always here. Uh, yeah. Uh, for your listeners, if they want, I'm going to plug myself here. If they yeah, want I was going to say plug me. your uh, shit. You yeah, need to plug yeah, your shit. On, I am everywhere except for TikTok at Capitance TV. So C A P I T A N C E T V on TikTok. I am L Capitance. E L Capitance. So yeah, if you like anime, if you want to talk about anime, I talk a lot about new things that are coming out. So Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't know if anybody has seen that, but the depression roller coaster that is putting people on. Yes, uh, a lot of a lot of One Piece too as well. And so yeah, so yeah, if you like anime, I'm your guy. But I'm not an expert either. I'm an enthusiast. So. <laughs> I'm not an expert. I'm an enthusiast. I think oh, that yeah. we should use that. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> so please uh, subscribe to him if you uh, have TikTok or, you know, find him on Capitan's TV everywhere else. And please rate and subscribe us. Uh, and we are also on TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all the socials. And you can find us. It's mostly either A24 Podcast or A24 Rocks. But just look up A24 on the rocks and I'm sure you're going to find You'll us. You'll find so, us. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, have a good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. A24 Vibe Discussion!